Hey everyone, welcome to our brand new study in the book of Genesis. Uh, today we are uh, embarking on a brand new um, podcast um, concerning just a walk through the Bible from Genesis to Revelation. I'm really excited about this study. This is going to be a lot of overflow uh, time from my personal time at home with my family as we as we study scripture together and as we memorize um, passages and study God's word. So I was really convicted, you know, this time of the year, you know, we're in a brand new year and a brand new year means new opportunities and new beginnings. It's a fresh start for a lot of us. And it definitely can be a fresh start in the area of Bible study. But we got to understand God's grand story, if you will, the grand narrative of Scripture, which is all about redemption. So what I would like to do over the entire year, at least one or two podcasts a week, is to look at what does the Bible mean? What does it say? And how do I understand it from Genesis to the very end um, of the Bible? So today, I'd like to do an overview, uh, if I could, just of you know, historical books, poetic books, we've got prophetic books, we've got Psalms, we've got the Gospels. Um, so I'd like to unpack that uh, for all of us. So what I'd like to do right now is just to talk about the Bible. I think in our day, we're in desperate need of truth. And quite frankly, a lot of people do not want to receive absolute truth. A lot of people think, well, I can believe what I want to believe. I can... I live however I want to live, and quite frankly, that is just not true. Uh, God has a desire for us to live a holy life unto himself, and he calls us all to be holy. Set apart is what that word means. We talked this past Sunday in church about how God is holy. Uh, he's beyond everyone and everything. He's set apart from sin. And uh, he's glorious on his throne in heaven. And so because of that, um, he laid down his life. He sent his only begotten son so that we can be redeemed and set apart to live a holy life unto himself. And that means everything. That means we understand our identity. It means that we understand who God is and his character and his love for us. Uh, but we do need to understand uh, his love letter to us, Scripture. And we can understand the Word of God because in Christ, we have the mind of Christ. So Holy Spirit is helping us understand. So you may be out there today like, you know, Pastor Dwayne, I cannot understand the Old Testament. Is the Old Testament applicable to us? I thought we were under the new covenant. How does all this work together? Well, friend, it does work together. There is a there is a, a key overarching theme throughout Scripture that, that binds it together, that connects all the dots. And so we have to understand why the book of Genesis is there, why the Pentateuch, the first five books of the Bible, are there, and, uh, and why we have all these minor prophets, major prophets, historical books. Really, if you're taking notes or just thinking through as you drive right now to work or school, you know, the goal of the Old Testament, I think the key is that everything there pointed to the New Testament. So we can apply a lot of the truths from the Old Testament, realizing we do not live under the law any longer or by the law, but 
the passages are applicable because every book points to the Lord Jesus. Let me talk to you about the Bible. The Bible is not just one big book. It's a collection of 66 smaller books written over a period of about 1,000 years by about 40 different authors. Everything they wrote was inspired by God. So in front of your Bible is a table of contents which lists the names of all the books in the Bible. The Bible is divided into two sections. The first, which contains three-fourths of the Bible, is called the Old Testament. And the second section is called the New Testament. So, the books of the Old Testament. I mean, how do you, how do you understand it? Where do you begin? Well, the Old Testament reveals to us how God dealt with the nation of Israel, God's holy people. God set Israel apart, not because they were superior, not because they were the best or the strongest nation. He chose them out of his grace and mercy to display how great he is. It looks forward to the coming of the Savior of the world, how God dealt with his own people. It begins with the book of Genesis and ends with Malachi. And uh, it also is divided into four general areas. So let, let me break that down today in, our, in my introduction time. You know, the first five Old Testament books are known as the books of the law or the Pentateuch. The Pentateuch consists of the book of Genesis, Exodus, Leviticus, Numbers, and Deuteronomy. The first five books tell us about the beginning of man and the establishment of the nation of Israel with the promise, this is the good news, of the Savior of the world coming for his chosen people. It not only contains the early history of Israel, but also the law of God as revealed through Moses. For example, uh, Exodus chapter 20 records the Ten Commandments. So, you know, what you have in the very beginning, the book of Genesis, the first 11 chapters tell us about God. You know, a lot of people in our day, they look for, for so many paths to God. Some look for good works, path. Some look for the easiest path. Uh, some look for, you know, what feels good. But but the Bible's very clear as far as how to get to God. And so the first 11 chapters talk about our demise, our fallen nature, where everything got messed up. And we've got to begin there. So unlike the pagans of the ancient world, the Hebrew people, later known as Israelites or Jews, believed in only one true God. So in the first couple of chapters, you've got through the story of creation, the great flood, the Tower of Babel, we see that God created everything and he loves and actively sustains all of creation. The remainder of Genesis tells the history of the patriarchs. And you know, uh, many of these men I'm going to mention, but uh, I'll allude to them in the coming weeks. The Jews traced their ancestry to a man named Abraham through his son Isaac and grandson Jacob. Um, and you've got, you've got Abraham and through his son Ishmael. You've got Exodus and Numbers tell the story of Moses. Many of you know a lot about Moses. He led the Hebrews out of captivity in Egypt. They wandered 40 years in the desert before arriving at their promised land. And so during the time in the desert, God gave the Ten Commandments to Moses. 
You've got Leviticus and Deuteronomy. What's up with those books? Well, they discuss the relationship between God and his chosen people, the Hebrews. They also give details of the law that regulated almost every aspect of Hebrew life. So Moses is traditionally considered to be the author of the Pentateuch. Some people do not believe that. I happen to believe that, as uh, many other people. And, um, and so, yeah, the first five books, books of the law. And in, in our time this week as a family at our home, we, we've looked at creation, Genesis 1. We've looked at the fall of man in chapters 2 and 3 and just the deception that, that the serpent uh, gave to uh, Eve and, and Adam. And because they sinned, we've all sinned. Adam acted as our uh, head, headship, if you will. So Genesis, Exodus, Leviticus, Numbers, Deuteronomy, unpack, help us understand how everything got messed up in this life. As you live your life today, you know, we deal with cancer and sin and struggle and, and evil. Well, all that goes back to Genesis when uh, the fall of man occurred. Well, after the first five books, you've got the historical books. You've got Joshua, Judges, Ruth, 1 Samuel, 2 Samuel, 1 Kings, 2 Kings, 1 Chronicles, 2 Chronicles, Ezra, Nehemiah, Esther. These books are very rich in history. And they tell us about, about who? The nation of Israel after it became a kingdom in Canaan. So these historical books are really, really important to tell the history of Israel from the time of Moses until several hundred years right before Jesus. So after 40 years in the desert, the Hebrews conquered their promised land of Canaan. And so for a time, the tribes of Israel were ruled by a series of judges. So you got the book of Judges, this cycle of of uh, leadership by these judges, but also you've got a big cycle of sin. And, um, and so the Bible uh, definitely gives a lot of truth to that and, and understanding. So you've got the Pentateuch, you've got historical books, and then you've got the wisdom books, Job, Psalms, Proverbs, Ecclesiastes, Song of Solomon. Um, all of these, I think, are important. I, I've spent many of many days, many months, sometimes in sermon series, just looking at various psalms, psalms of um, agony, psalms of celebration. Proverbs is a rich book concerning a father talking to his son about wisdom, about life, and we all can learn so much through that. Uh, but you got the wisdom books that we will look at this year. Also, you got books of prophecy. Now, you got some major prophets and you've got minor prophets, major prophets, Isaiah, Jeremiah. Um, you've got a lot of, a bunch of minor prophets as well. Uh, Hosea, Joel, Amos, Obadiah, Jonah, Micah, Nahum, Habakkuk, Zephaniah, Haggai, Zechariah, Malachi. Um, the last 17 books are books of the prophets of Israel who God sent to warn people. Why did God send these people out? To, to, to talk about judgment. He called them to preach a message of repentance. And through these books, you've got prophetic passages that uh, deal with Jesus, Jesus coming in the flesh. And the prophets were called by God to give these predictions, to give these prophecies of when that would happen. And also warnings. 
The Old Testament is all about sending out a, a warning signal saying, hey, you guys need to listen up. You're living wrong. And God's word says, come back to me. So that's the Old Testament in a nutshell. Um, and again, I'll say this to you. You find Jesus Christ in every single book of the Bible. I mean, it really is awesome. So it's important to categorize the books and then unpack the books. Now, for a few minutes, the New Testament. Um, the New Testament reveals to us in, in this statement, God's plan um, of salvation. God sent Jesus and praise the Lord. We have the Lord Jesus Christ as our Lord and Savior. But you find all about Jesus' birth, his life, his ministry, his crucifixion, and his resurrection in the first four books of the New Testament. It begins with the book of Matthew, ends with the book of Revelation. It's divided again into four general areas. Uh, so you've got the Gospels. The Gospel means good news. The first four, four books, Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John, tell us the story of Jesus, all right? Then you got the book of Acts. What's up with the book of Acts? Acts of the Apostles. The books of Acts tell us the history of the early church after Jesus' death and resurrection. So you got the Old Testament, uh, a foreshadowing of the New Testament, a foreshadowing of Jesus. And then when, the, when Jesus came on the scene, you've got the Gospels and then the book of Acts. Jesus, at this point, is off the scene, crucified. He arose on the third day. He is seated at the right hand of the Father. And then you've got the gospel in the hands of ordinary men, ordinary disciples. And then you find the apostle Paul in the book of Acts. You got the early church birthed and the church is now man, on the move for the Lord. And I love that. So book of Acts is awesome. You got New Testament epistles, most written by the apostle Paul, a murderer turned missionary. Romans, 1 Corinthians, 2 Corinthians, Galatians, Ephesians, Philippians, Colossians, 1 Thessalonians, 2 Thessalonians, 1 Timothy, 2 Timothy, Titus, Philemon, Hebrews, James, 1 Peter, 2 Peter, 1, 2, 3 John, Jude, and Revelation. Then you got the letters from Romans to Jude. These books talk at length about the Christian leaders uh, to other churches or individuals. Paul will say to my brothers in Thessalonica or to this young pastor, Timothy, and he writes from uh, the Lord's uh, lens because the Lord laid on Paul's heart to write to men like Timothy and the churches you find in the New Testament. So as we continue through that, you've got the Gospels, Acts of the Apostles, You've got the New Testament epistles, then the last book of the Bible, Revelation. This tells us the future story of the end time when Jesus comes again. I hope you all realize as we read scripture, as we live our lives, that we do so anticipating the coming of Jesus again for his church. It's great news. Jesus came the first time lowly as a babe, but the second time he'll come triumphantly. And there are signs for us to pay attention to. So when you look at the book of Revelation written by the, uh, the apostle John, John the Revelator, you have John revealing truth from God to man. Now, Revelation is a tough book to understand for a lot of people. 
It's written with symbolic language images and um, and other passages that that are very prophetic things that have not happened yet. And we, you you've got good brothers and sisters in Christ that differ on how all that shapes up. Nonetheless, we believe that every book is infallible and every book is applicable to our Christian walk. Um, and so we, what's the point? We can learn from the entirety of the Bible. So I look forward into the coming weeks to just looking with us um, about some of the passages I'll be reviewing at home and definitely at First Baptist Fairview every Sunday morning. I gave a challenge this past week to memorize a verse of Scripture. So for this past week, uh, we've been looking at Genesis 1 through 6. Uh, Genesis chapter 1 through Genesis chapter 6. So the memory verse of the week and the memory verse for you guys today is Genesis 1.27. What does that verse say? Well, it says this. God created man in his own image. In the image of God, he created him. Male and female, he created them. That is a verse that I think we all need to memorize and know. Uh, it's a verse that was given to me many, many years ago in college when I began to study Scripture and to memorize more of the Bible. That was a key verse offered up, and I've never forgotten that. I think um, as we memorize more Scripture this new year, let's make sure we have that in our minds and hearts because God created God creates with purpose. You're not an accident out there. God loves you and he's got a plan for your life and he created you in his image. What does that mean? We are image bearers of God. You, you bear the very mark of God and you're created in his image. Um, man, that means everything. God created you to know him, to love him and to go for him. And God created everyone in the Old Testament to have a relationship. And we can have a relationship with God. Again, today is very introductory remarks and overview of Scripture, but I urge you to memorize Genesis 127. Read um, the first couple of chapters if you if you can. And then in the next podcast, I'm going to unpack creation and the fall. And um, and just kind of take some chunks of scripture through these podcasts to admonish us, to nourish us, to help us as we read our Bible well. God bless you. Have a great day.